Hey everyone, this is Tom Lee, your favorite host of the ANCAP Boys official podcast. Today I have a very special present for you, and that's the debut of a new series under the ANCAP Boys banner. Not only that, but this is the debut episode of that series we're starting. It's called the ACI Files, and that's short for the ANCAP Interview Files. The ACI Files sounds way fucking cooler, and I pay for everything, so ACI it is. The premise of these interviews is to gain insight on new and emerging markets that have yet to be ruined by overregulation from our government. A friendly reminder that this is the ANCAP Boys official podcast. So we're an ANCAP fucking podcast, and we loathe small PP leaders that like getting off on telling people what to do. Now today I have a very special interview I'll be playing for you. Yes, just for you. This interview is with OnlyFans superstar and Instagram famous exotic dancer Miss Frida, a.k.a. at Fritos Doritos on Instagram. We're also going to be doing a giveaway for a free month subscription to Miss Frida's OnlyFans. Yeah, you kinky bastards, that's for you. The way you enter is by liking or commenting on Miss Frida's ad post on her Instagram or by tipping her $1 on her OnlyFans account if you're already subscribed. If you don't have an account on OnlyFans, you'll have to make one. Be sure to use a fake name so your wife can't find you if she's also listening to this episode, you shameful, shameful man. I realize this is an adult topic, so I do expect children to hop the fuck off and also for dicks to be put up. Now, on to the show. Hey, Miss Frida, how's it going? Good, good. How's your day been going? Good. Just starting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. I was up late watching uh, that, that TV show, uh, Starstruck, the one that's on HBO Max. No idea. It's fucking amazing. Is it really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's like a, a really adult version of uh, that uh, Disney movie, Starstruck, from like, I don't know, like maybe 10 years ago. Oh my fucking god, yeah. It's like a, a really adult version of that, but uh, yeah, obviously it's, it's English. Movie. Yeah, it's just, that movie's fucking good. I'm not even tripping. <laughs> but, no, the, 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 that show is fucking, it's like 10 out of 10, honestly. Nice. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how has OnlyFans directly benefited you? You know, what are some of the downsides that you've uh, experienced as being a content creator there? The way it's benefited me is that I make most of my income from OnlyFans. It's benefited me financially. I would say some downsides is just that it takes um, a few business days to get into your account rather than being able to instantly deposit it into your account. <laughs> no, that's yeah, no, that's understandable. I mean, it's <laughs> like they're like those old uh, JG Wentworth commercials. That's my money, and I need it now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like that. No, 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 it's completely understandable. No, that's really interesting about the about it being uh, you know, most of your financial income. I was you know pretty unaware of that. Um, because I, I, you and I, I think we've talked uh, some statistics before, a little bit, but most the. Mm-hmm. Uh, on average, most OnlyFans content creators are bringing in less than $100 a month. And so for it to be most of your income, that's actually, you know, really, really impressive. That's really, uh, you know, significant for what, you know, you're trying to do and how you're using this, this, uh, this, these marketing techniques to, to benefit yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. with over a million content creators on OnlyFans, you know, what are you doing that's making yourself stand out so much? Um, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I already have kind of like a following 
before I started doing OnlyFans. I feel like I already had, um, you know, like other things that I was doing that was attracting people or like subscribers. Right. Okay. So that really helped me already having like a fan base or already having, I don't want to say a fan base, but a following helped me because they thought they like followed over to OnlyFans. Right, right, okay, and and obviously because you have several thousand uh, followers on Instagram, I mean that's, I mean that might be a direct feeder for for you. Um, so would you say that OnlyFans is a, it's like an extension of uh, your current profession, and like uh, your job is translated to more of more of a uh, people that would say go you know see you at work that those you've been able to turn those into uh, subscribers into uh, your OnlyFans account. Yes, it's um it's actually worked for me vice versa. Like it's worked both ways. So sometimes I have people who only follow me on OnlyFans that want to see me in person, so they go see me at work. And then sometimes I have people who meet me at work and then they go ahead and subscribe to my OnlyFans because they met me there. Right, now that makes a lot of sense. So OnlyFans, they take 20% of your total gross income off the top. Um so how does this compare to what comes off uh, the top, you know, working in a typical club, you know, in like situations where uh, some of what you're going to bring in, uh, at least in, I don't know about uh, your workplace, but in some clubs, uh, they pay for their spot or they'll be, uh, mm-hmm. you know, giving some of the, the tips to, you know, the like bartenders, some of the servers, uh, security, you know, kind of works uh, feel, like that. Uh, I feel like it's different because, so, like, at the club that I'm at, you have a set price every night, depending on what time you get there. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of control how much I'm going to be giving to them, depending on what time I decide to get there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. aside from that, like, we have a minimum that we need to pay every night. And if I want to pay more, I can. So it's it's just, um like, my tip out or the percentage that is getting taken away from what I make is really up to me. Rather, we're on OnlyFans, it's the 20% no matter what. Right, right, okay. Yeah, because uh, this interview is going to tie into uh, another interview that I'm going to have with a separate individual down the road. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's going to go into uh, digital marketing. Uh, and so you yourself, you, uh, you've benefited from your own digital marketing. I mean, you and I, we've previously discussed um, when, whenever you went on uh, uh, that trip for your birthday – you were running a, a special beforehand that you'd uh, advertise. Obviously, it brought in, you know, a decent amount of subscribers because it shows, like, um, only, you know, 40 left, only 30 left, only 20 left. And I remember yeah. thinking, holy shit, you know, she's moving numbers. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it's re- it was really impressive. I was just watching it and, like, holy shit, you know, this is, this, is a, this is a genuine businesswoman that's, you know, she's fucking up the market right now. She's killing it. And uh, no, absolutely. And so you've uh, you've definitely benefited from being able to advertise that, uh, you know, on uh, Instagram. Not so much in your posts because I don't know when they fucking turn in a giant. You know, uh, in your stories you'll see that I you know be able to check your advertisements. And I was like, okay, okay, you know. So there's a direct link in you know your bio, and you know everyone it it feeds directly through there. Would you say that uh, digital marketing um, through social media is one of your primary factors for, you know, getting growth in subscribers? 
Definitely. I that is where most of my subscribers come from is from my Instagram. And also I would um sometimes I do like a shout out for shout out kind of thing. So mm-hmm. people will shout me out on their OnlyFans or on their like Twitter or Instagram or whatever it be. But it's always it's all done through social media and I also think like OnlyFans is kinda of like a social media platform in its own. Right. So right. it it's all done through social media. I don't besides at the club I don't really advertise it anywhere else. Right, okay. No, that's really fascinating. That's really I mean, it's it, it's just fucking crazy how much you've been able to grow that, grow your business through OnlyFans, uh, just through Instagram. Even though that they've been, you know, openly anti uh, OnlyFans. I mean, I don't know how many, uh, you know, people I, I reached out to before, you know, we landed on you, that mm-hmm. their accounts would be deleted, you know, within a week of me reaching out to them. Obviously, they didn't have they didn't have the same follower base as you. Uh, I think that's another factor because mm-hmm. some of them uh, they had like maybe a hundred something followers and obviously Instagram's like they can snap and then the profile's gone. You know, yeah. I, I think when you have a stronger following base, you know, they're a little more hesitant to do that. I think they're more likely to shadow ban you and, you know, kind of limit your reach mm-hmm. uh, before they, you know, consider deleting you, especially when it's uh, something that's making them money, uh, you know, exactly. by having exactly <laughs> when, when you've got several thousand fucking followers, they're less likely to, to less likely to fuck with you as much, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think what you're doing is really important in regards to how you're using new technologies to grow your business. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's rewind the clock about 20 years ago. Obviously, there wasn't the internet to the extent that it is today. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, a lot of women in your position aren't able to grow their, their business the same way. You can go back to 2001. There was like cam girl sites in, in early development, but those weren't paying out anywhere near as well as uh, OnlyFans can uh, with its mm-hmm. uh, subscription-based uh, platform. Yes. And there's been a lot of growth and development in regards to how people have been able to monetize their OnlyFans in the same way as how they've been able to use social uh, media uh, digital marketing to to grow everything. With with those things in mind, you know, does that make you more confident that in in you know five or ten years time that you'll be able to really expand on this business? I mean, we're being speculative right now, yes, but you know, what kind of confidence does that give you, knowing that that 20 years ago you might have had to work a lot harder, or you know, maybe having a, a part time job on the side because you're not having to do that now because you've got this this huge platform that that's just benefiting you so much. You know, does that give you a lot of confidence for the future and, you know, like five or ten years to how you're going to be able to grow your business even more? It actually does because it's just like I feel like every day um, sex workers are finding like kind of like a new way to make money online. Right. Sex work online is just becoming very popular, maybe. And so also just sex work in general, I feel like it's becoming a little bit more accepted just as the years go by. So I feel like with that just comes more ways for us to get our work out there. So I I feel like with more developing technology and just as the years go by and, you know, like society starts to maybe change their opinions about it, there's going to be different ways and just more ways of making our income. No, definitely. Um, I I agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. And and the point of this podcast is we're the answer, you know, we're we're an anti-government kind of podcast we hate uh when government overreaches and tries to tell people what to do with their bodies 
you know, what yeah. they can put in there, you know, how they can grow their business. Mm-hmm. You know, I think anything that's done between consenting adults is fine because these are two adults that can come to consensus as to how another individual wants to, you know, pay for a service, pay for a subscription. You know, it doesn't need a third party in there saying like, no, we don't like this because fuck it, we don't like it. Um, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point of my podcast. <laughs> it's, it's always a, a big middle finger to government. Like and that. Yeah, we, we get in trouble sometimes, but... Uh, Okay. Not enough to not enough to get uh, <laughs> shadow. <laughs> yeah, not enough to get shadow banned. Uh, luckily, we don't have <laughs> an, an Instagram. But no, this this has been a real insightful. Um, what 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 kind of advice would you give? You know, uh, say women around your age group that have been looking to get into, uh, you know, OnlyFans or you know various uh, platforms for sex work. You know, what kind of advice would you give to them before uh, starting that endeavor? I would just say to make sure that it's something that you actually want to try. The money is good, but with money comes a lot of things that maybe some people wouldn't be comfortable with. It's a it's a different industry. It's it's definitely different than any other line of work that you could be doing. Definitely different. So it's just something that you have to take into consideration. You know, um, there's a lot of upsides, but there's also a lot of downsides. So I would say just um. Balance your options out. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. I mean, I can't give the same advice. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't mean anything uh, <laughs> because, you know, I obviously uh, – our podcast has uh, an OnlyFans, but it's mostly going to be uh, as, as a meme uh, just because we don't have a Patreon because we don't want to have a Patreon. So we, we yeah. set up an OnlyFans. It's free, but it has absolutely no content. We're probably just going to post memes on there. And, uh, so, so the same advice for me wouldn't mean anything because yeah. I'm, I'm, not, uh, I'm not benefiting the same way you are and I'm not using the platform the same way you are. You know, you uh, have a more genuine uh, look at it so you can give, you know, more genuine advice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think, that, I think that that's one of the most important things, you know, for people to think about um, if they're going to venture out, uh, you know, into uh, various forms of sex work. I think that they should, you know, take advice from uh, individuals like you, especially successful individuals like you. Um, you know, I think everyone knows a girl that has an OnlyFans that's only making 10 bucks a month. I think everyone knows, not everyone knows someone that has a, a huge platform before this. They've got thousands of followers before this, you know, and someone that's benefiting to the same degree you are. Because you obviously are doing, I don't want to say much better, but you've been a lot more successful than a lot of people um, have been and are going to be in the future. And I think uh, your advice, you know, carries a lot more weight than, uh, than mine. And, you know, maybe some other uh, chick that went to, that they went to high school with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you. Um, no, no, no. I, I <laughs> you know, thank you for doing this interview. I know that you're pretty hesitant at first. Cause like, who the fuck is this weirdo DMing me on Instagram? <laughs> I was like, do you have any links? Like, I don't understand what's going on. But I understand. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, so I, I will make an Instagram eventually uh, just because out of necessity we will, especially, uh, you know, since we're, we're growing a little faster than we thought we were going to be. So I guess we'll have to have one. But, yeah, yeah when I first DM'd you, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like <laughs> let me just make one so I, can just, uh, so I can just start sourcing candidates. And, you know, a lot of them would just fucking straight up leave me on red and – I was like, oh, that's fine, you know. 
you know, mm-hmm. I've got, I think I have one follower on, uh, on that one that I used to, to DM you. So I was like, I was like, yeah, this probably looks fucking weird. I probably need to set up. Oh, a, yeah, it was and super I, <laughs> I was like, I need to fucking set up a real, uh, a real Instagram at some point. I don't know. It, it, it made me laugh. There was, there were so many, uh, there were so many chicks that just like straight up, um, uh, blocked me like immediately. Oh like after God. seeing it. And I was like, I was like, ah, that's, that's fair, you know? Yeah. But, <laughs> but cause, uh, I'm 100% like the, the second I get the link, uh, up for the, for the show, I'm going to get it sent out to all of them saying like, look, this was legit and this was fucking awesome. <laughs> you know, not to, not to show off, Definitely. but just so they can be like, oh man, maybe next yeah, time we'll, and we'll you answer. Stop blocking weirdos now. <laughs> and you just stop blocking as many weirdos. Like some of them. Like if, cause I know that you get like a message request on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So like, if it says like uh, like one image attached, obviously just block that person immediately, like because yeah. like one thousand percent a dick pic. It just it's exactly what it is. If it's one image and it's in your message request, fucking delete yeah. it, bro. You know Not exactly even worth it. it. Like I used to before I started podcasting, uh, way before I started podcasting actually, uh, I I had this uh, I had an Instagram, and uh, it was a feeder into uh, some of the like bodybuilding and powerlifting stuff that I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was, a, I was a sponsored athlete um, for, uh, and that didn't stop guys from like straight up sending, sending me an unbelievable amount of dick pics, even though, like, oh I'm just another, even though I'm just like another straight dude and just unbelievable amount of dick pics. And I was like, I was like, dude, I'm a guy. So I Imagine know what they're sending. Us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I know that they're sending these chicks probably like a thousand times more, and like immediately they'll, they'll like if you don't reply or you delete them or you block them, they'll they'll make another come. They'll just bitch. Yeah. I I think uh um you provided a lot of insight, and I think that people that have questions about OnlyFans, I think that this is definitely the interview they should listen to, uh because you're clearly a knowledgeable expert. I think that you're gonna carry uh, a lot of weight. Uh, into a lot of people's decisions, you know, whether they decide to go forward or whether they decide uh, not to. I would say that they should look up to you uh, in the sense that uh, you were very honest. You gave the pros and you gave the cons. And I think that that's all anyone can ever ask for. So, and I think all of our listeners would benefit, even if they're not even considering making an OnlyFans because they're like a pudgy 45-year-old guy, you know, even if they're not thinking about it, that they should uh, give a listen just because uh, you, you you spit some fucking facts, <laughs> and I think it was very helpful. Um, well, thank you for having me on. Uh, we'll give a quick shout out to your Instagram uh, <laughs> before it's a shadow banned forever, right? <laughs> oh my God, no, don't jinx it. <laughs> uh, give uh, Miss Frida uh, a follow at uh, Fritos Doritos on Instagram. The link to her OnlyFans is gonna be in her bio, so make sure you fucking subscribe. Make sure you send her a couple dollar bills. Send a tip from the Ancap Boys official podcast and. Thank you. Wow, just gripping stuff. Thank you for listening to the very first episode of the ACI Files under the ANCAP Boys official podcast banner. I've been your host, Tomas. Please give Miss Frida a follow at Fritos Doritos on Instagram. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast here on Spotify. Thank you.